This is the Barbarian Rhetoric Podcast. Acta non verba. It's new. That is new. We were just told as we're getting recorded that we had some voice pop up to tell us we're being recorded. Welcome, guys. <laughs> that was a little creepy. <laughs> We're recording you. <laughs> Apparently, we need consent. <laughs> uh, I will, for the record, nobody bought me dinner or a drink recently so, <laughs> for this podcast. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought you were buying. <laughs> <laughs> for, yeah. First rounds on me, sure. <laughs> Damn, I hope there's only one round. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <For> those <laughs> and drinks get delivered right as as yep. we're starting. That's Double awesome. fisting. <laughs> uh, I mean, you said I needed a bang, so <laughs> you got a double. <laughs> He's starting off slow. By the end, we won't be able to shut him up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I mean, once we get to my favorite question. <laughs> we'll just let you go for a while. There you go. Oh. <laughs> well. <laughs> uh, uh, here we go. Triumph for the week. I, I got a good one. Um, it's amazing in 20 years how, how things have changed and how you notice them. But my son got himself a job. So he's going to be working out at a hog farm, doing some uh, mowing and helping with the pigs and light farm work. And so you go around and you talk a bunch of places and everybody's like, well, can he drive? Or he needs to be 16 or even 18. And it's amazing how many signs you see you're looking for people to hire. The kids that want a job can't get one because, well, the child labor laws are this, that, or other rules and regs. So I was quite happy, quite pleased that um, he was able to find something and fairly close to home. So that worked out. He's excited. Now, the funny part, though, is he doesn't usually see the outside of his eyelids before noon. So same, him, same. <laughs> him getting up at like five thirty, six o'clock in the morning to be at work at seven is going to be entertaining. I'm going to be laughing. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> that's going to be a rude awakening. Autopilot for a couple hours, you'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he'll learn. He'll figure it out. So, and I'm awesome. guessing, um, you know, too with the. Uh, especially with the push to raise minimum wage, that's going to price a lot of like, not even kids who tend to make up a lot of those grocery jobs, McDonald's, you know, fast food joints, whatever jobs, but also, um, you know, <clears throat> those that are working part-time or whatever, like even if they're adults, you know, if, if there's a push to increase the minimum wage, that's just going to make it harder and harder. Like even for my daughters to eventually find work because either, you know, who's going to want to pay somebody 15 bucks an hour to punch a register. Right. Yeah. So, but that's cool that he found a job. Yep. Yeah. So if anyone has young kids and they're looking, 
go visit farmers. Those, I don't know how every other state, but ours is, yeah, they're exempt on the, a lot of the rules. So they can actually hire younger kids. So that's going to say, can't there. you drive a tractor at like 14? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, husbandry laws. A lot of stuff falls under that. So, yeah. <laughs> you ever see, have you gone past a tractor when a 14 year old's driving? <laughs> it always looks so weird. It's like, <laughs> the fuck are they doing doing yeah a little tiny steal the keys (laughs) you're not going to get away very fast (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think it's even funnier when you see them running like a combine or something oh yeah Yeah. and and they're doing monsters and you're looking at them and you're like that kid's been doing it for a while you know not like this is his first time so but yeah and then, then the blunder for the week is I'm still not used to it being warm out. And I did not take enough water with me this past Friday. And by the end of the day, I was hurting. It was like I hit one of those points doing an unload. And I was like, well, I haven't had heat exhaustion in a long time. I'm working too hard. And it was like out of water. I had other stuff to drink, but I was out of water. So. It's getting warmer in a bunch of areas. I mean, if you're on the other side of the equator, it's cooling off for you. But we've got a few listeners that are opposite of us. But, yeah, make sure you're staying hydrated as it gets nice out. Nice and humid as fuck. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's been really humid here, We went from windy as all get out with rain to now humid. Yep. And temperature's been relatively fine. It's just the humidity has been huge, like off the charts. So it's like, oh my God. I can taste the air. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I hated that marching in drum corps. Like you'd wake up at, you know, eight o'clock in the morning or whatever, and it's like you need a snorkel. it's like oh my god this humidity sucks and it's you know the air is heavy and it's kind of hard to breathe and you know those are the worst on days when you're going to be working hard it's like oh my god but um suppose while i'm talking i'll go so uh as far as uh triumph goes uh had a birthday party for my youngest (laughs) albeit a month or over a month late but because of being divorced and scheduling conflicts and all that stuff, I had, it happened a lot later. But it was lots of fun. It's good to see people that haven't seen in a while. And uh, we all have kids around the same age. Um, and uh, it's cool to see them all play together and, and all that stuff. And we all get along. So it's, it's, that was really cool. Um, uh, so that's the triumph. And with that got the house cleaned and so I'm good for a while and then I'm not going to do anything for maybe a month, <laughs> month or two. And then I have to Hell clean yeah. up again. <laughs> so, um, but um, as far as a blunder, just diet wise, it kind of went through the shitter and certainly yesterday did not help at all. So I was making really good progress oh, and then, blew that all in one day <laughs> so, what'd you smash what'd you eat 
uh, pizza. Casey's? Uh, no, it wasn't Casey's. It probably should have been, but it's uh, uh, it was just like Papa John's or something because it's super close. So you were just carb loading, is what you said. Is the proper way to say that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You were and carb loading. Ch- yeah, chocolate chip. Uh, or no, a cookie dough ice cream cake, <laughs> birthday cake, because that's what she wanted. What? So. You say cookie dough birthday cake? Cookie dough ice cream birthday cake. So. Jesus. <laughs> uh, is, uh, yeah, ordered it from uh, uh, Cold Stone Creamery. So it's 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 actually a cake. It looks like a cake. It's got a like a layer of cake, a layer of ice cream, a layer of cake, a layer of ice cream. It's my really good birthday. So so it's legit <laughs> cake and ice cream all in one. So what the fuck? Hey, and it's one easy. of those. Yeah, she said she wanted that, and I was like, normally I'd go to Dairy Queen or something like that, but I happened to see that. Like I just punched in and saw it. It's like sold. That's exactly sure. I'll I'll try it. So it it was a hit. It worked out. So and I guess had a pinata. Want <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> had a pinata, and so nice. kids got to take swings at it. So um, and nobody got hurt. <laughs> nobody got hurt. <laughs> almost, almost, <laughs> but nobody got hurt. Um, and yeah, it's fun to see because. The little kids are trying their hardest. The older kids don't have to try that hard, and you know, but just haul off and lots of fun. So there's nice. some candy and some toy, like some crap to play with in there. So that was really cool. So probably the most I've spent on a on a birthday party, but it was it was worth it. It was lots of fun. Were you diving in there for the candy as well? Almost, because <laughs> it's good candy. You get excited. <laughs> the, the girls, you know, I, we the candy was purchased such that knowing I would get some of it, so it's <laughs> it's not cheap chintzy like bubble gum and tootsie rolls. It was like Reese's stuff, and I was gonna say those flavored tootsie rolls are fucking fire, yeah. <laughs> and they're not bad. I love those. <laughs> I always like the vanilla and the blue raspberry. Those are my favorites. Mm, yeah. yeah. But uh but it was funny though, it's like the pinata broke and then there's a mass of kids. And but my buddies or one of my friends is like, uh hopefully nobody dies. I didn't sign a waiver. It's <laughs> <laughs> like oh, that was implied when uh uh when you when you accepted the invite, that was all implied. implied. Um, and, and the one of the other dads said, "Yeah, but at least five of those kids know Brazilian jiu-jitsu. So <laughs> it's like, yeah, my kids are fine. I don't know what yours are going to do. <laughs> they don't even care about the candy. They're just putting everybody in fucking arm locks. <laughs> Can your kid let go? Of my kid's arm. He's gonna snap it. <laughs> And then you Just got some little guy over in the corner snagging everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the yeah, one there's... quick little dude. <laughs> there's always one. Oh yeah. <laughs> like a squirrel. Yeah. So 
I just remember watching the kids whenever you do like a parade, whenever you're throwing the candy, watching the kids fly around. It's yeah, impressive yeah. how fast them are. <clears throat> but it's even better watching the dads do it. <laughs> <laughs> the kids are just sitting over on the side and the dads going nuts. Yeah, yeah. Older checking the little 12-year-olds <laughs> out of the way. <laughs> Well, it's like Bill Burr has a bit about that at baseball games. And I think this is true. It's like, you know, he's like, anymore, Bill Burr is like, you know, it's like we we catch a ball and then we have to give it to the kid that's around us. It's like, no, he's like, I almost broke my hand catching this ball. You get your own. <laughs> he has a good bit about that. Consult the YouTube and it's funny. <laughs> Bill Burr's fucking hilarious. Yeah, he is. So how about you, CJ? Triumph and Blender. Triumph. Uh, I figured out how to back my truck up and turn around in my driveway. It was a huge accomplishment. (laughs) Once you see it, you'll understand. (laughs) There. So did it start off as a blunder? No. Well, <laughs> it was something I knew I would have to deal with. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to have to back all the way out of my street because it's a, it's a narrow road and there's no way to turn around really. But luckily, I figured it out. My neighbor has like a little patch of a extra driveway that I can sneak into. Why don't you just around. back in? Well, that would be the thing. I would have to back all the way in at the start of the street. Oh yeah. See, I always back my vehicles in, so that's why I ask. Well, I never really wanted to anyway, so. <laughs> that and I figured out there was a light that I put in and it wasn't working. And it was just because the negative wasn't screwed in well. <laughs> Nothing really exciting. Yeah. I mean, it's been two days, three days, four. Well, you didn't turn it into a blunder, so no. that's a good thing. Yeah, true. This is a true. true statement. Yet. Blunder. No, no. Hmm? You you driving around in your driveway, I think, should be a yet. I think there could be a <laughs> blunder in the future. <laughs> I mean, it is pretty tight, so I might smoke inside eventually. <laughs> it's inevitable. <laughs> just use a little lube and slide that thing in. I'll just spit on it. Uh, on that note (laughs) i was gonna say for blunder i'm trying to think um oh we gotta i don't know if this is exactly a blunder but we gotta clean the hell out of the house today because they're showing it on tuesday so i wouldn't say it's a blunder but it's kind of like we're a little behind because we thought we'd have a little more time. And then it's like, Hey, we're going to show your place. God fucking damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Got to start picking everything up. Well, that'll help you set up to get stuff moved. True. True. And I realize I need to get a new tent. So that'll be fun looking at tents that we can actually use. Yeah. I'm, I'm on the search for a new tent and I'm, at one time it was like easy, but there's like too many different ones, mm-hmm. and the same things happen with like they, the brands have sold the brand name, 
but they got all these cheap ass tents to go along with it. So you can't mm-hmm. tell if it's actually, yeah. Is, is it just branded or is it actually made and trying to figure out which tents are good? It's a pain. Yeah. I was going to say they had two tents at Walmart, practically the same fucking thing. One was 200 bucks and one's a hundred. I'm like, why is this one a hundred? Is it missing something? Is it going to blow away? (laughs) (laughs) Or do I spend the 200 bucks and get the same exact freaking tent? Like, how do I know? Exactly. So I don't know. I spent way too long just staring at him yesterday. So, (laughs) (laughs) and then didn't buy anything. I took a picture of it though. Did you? (laughs) Yeah. Well, just hit Amazon and start looking at reviews. Uh, that's what I planned on doing because we want to go camping a couple times before I do our big trip so we can kind of get the routine down and make sure our newest dog is not a not a total spaz. Well, I mean, I already know he's a total spaz, but <laughs> he's not like impossible to take with because we'll see about that. <laughs> I think I think that might calm him down, honestly. Doing shit like that. Get out, run around and play. Yeah. It's just uh we might be in like in Montana, we're gonna be in places that they're gonna have to be on leashes because there are bears around. <laughs> Speaking, Speaking of <laughs> If you guys can't hear that in the background, the puppy's in trouble. <laughs> Probably just standing over my girlfriend while she's trying to get things cleaned. <laughs> I don't know if anybody else has dogs that do this, but I'm thinking it's all of them. If you ever like are working out at home, like laying on the ground and they just want to stand over you. Yes. <laughs> y'all right in there (laughs) special guest stars (laughs) oh my god (laughs) all of that what what folks don't realize all of that out off mic is being recorded and we'll put that behind our our Patreon.com slash Barbarian Banter. You're supposed to pay for that kind of stuff. Link, link will be in the description. description. So. Oh my God. At some point, we're going to have to actually create that. <laughs> we're promoting it better. We're better at promoting things we haven't created than the created stuff. <laughs> well, we're just trying to build build hype. You know, build up the, the hype for it. I like The that. hype train coming through, bud. Yeah. All right. If you're a WWE wrestler, what would be your entrance music? Ooh. Oh. Trying to think. (laughs) Man. (laughs) What have I listened to lately that I would. Now I gotta look. I gotta Google something of what I've. Um... You're gonna say I'm going to my Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to. I, I I'm gonna keep it simple. Uh, um, there's some um, Viking. I don't know, old school drumming instrumental, oh, and yeah. it's pretty deep and in and, and I don't. I would call it dark. 
I don't know a better word. It's just dark drumming. That's that's what I would have. I would just like it's all drums, more yeah, like more bass of vibe, uh, and then yeah, like uh, like those deep, like some deep horns or something like. Yep, that um, aren't really horns, but it or almost another, like alpine horns, but not quite. Like it's just a. I know what you're talking about, about like that Viking. Yep. Yeah, Welting Kelp, that, that not even medieval, almost darker than that. Yeah. And or a slash, and, and you can help me out here, Jimmy, the, the, the Asian drums, those big ass ones. Those Kodo drumming. Yeah. Kodo drumming. Yeah. Ta- taika, is it Taika drumming? Taika drum. Whatever. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have that come in as, your, as a drum. It. That would be cool too. Hell, you could even hire some of them guys to come drum it, be it, do it live. You know, Sting did that for uh, WrestleMania. Did he? Mm-hmm. Huh. So it was it's already pretty fucking done. badass. Well, it, it's not his actual theme music that he did. It was like a special one because they, you know, they do the special entrances for WrestleMania all the time. Right. That was whenever Sting went against Triple H. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Man, that's going back to the memory banks. <laughs> Yeah, Tyco drumming. Tyco drumming. So there'd be mine. I'll keep it simple. <laughs> Nothing. You guys are still thinking. <laughs> da, 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 well, there's, da. there's, so one <laughs> sort of snarky, inappropriate, uh, song would be from Frank Zappa and it's called uh is it wet t-shirt night uh it's off of Joe's garage and it's like this almost not quite disco-y but it's like a like a sort of 70s disco-y kind of thing um (laughs) and it's just a it's a crazy funny um you know that might be that might be good just because the intro, it's like this, ooh, it's like this little clubby, happy thing, but it, it cuts. So you're you going to wear, be wearing leopard shorts then? Disco yeah, leopard maybe shorts. a white T-shirt. Or bell bottoms. Bell bottoms. You're going to... And a uh, white T-shirt. Or, you know, <laughs> just a... A white wife, a wife beater. To, yeah. to keep the wet the T-shirt nice. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> um. Or there's another song on that where it starts like, like welcome to the first church of appliantology. And it, just that entrance, now that I think of it, that entrance almost makes sense because, you know, you think of how many times is there some like some sound effect or something that sort of kicks it off and then the music starts. Uh, there you but go. but I, what I'd really do is probably, I don't know, it's either... What what's really coming into my head is some instrumental music, either that has like a three eleven vibe to it, kind of thing, or thank you, Canada, yeah, yeah, (laughs) or um, uh, a Tower of Power song that's like funk. There's like Soul with a capital S comes to mind, or just something funky, groovy. um, More than anything, is where I'm going. Oh, that okay. that's my official would be either one of those two would be my, my official pick. Um, 
the the wet t-shirt one would just be a <laughs> fun <laughs> that'd be more of a wrestlemania change it up oh, i thought you're gonna say like your alter ego like dude love oh there you go. <laughs> <laughs> how about you cj um i was thinking of there's a song i mean there's a band that only does like instrumental stuff and they have badass guitars i thought about that but it would be too soft so uh, i'm gonna go with slaughter to prevails demolisher (laughs) it's probably like the heaviest song i've ever heard in my whole entire life so it's got to have the breakdown when i come out there you go (laughs) it's an intense song if anybody's ever heard it or wants to hear it it's it's intense link will be in the description <laughs> i have to remember that whenever the girlfriends you want me i can put it in the chat <laughs> well put it in the other chat all right yeah uh all right what is porn what is porn <laughs> That's number two question. Damn. Yes, sir. Well, you know, it's a word that gets thrown around a lot. And I think a lot of people just lump all nudity into it. But is all nudity porn? Like is a nude art sculpture porn? I think porn is like a lust from something that you can't tangibly touch. Because like you ever seen someone say food porn? It's like you're watching somebody makes something amazing on TV and you're, you literally like you're salivating. That could be kind of a porn cause you want it, but you can't have it. And then it's also the same with like, like you said, with like a painting, it's not like you're lusting for it. You don't want that. You just, you're admiring it, but porn, like <laughs> go to Pornhub, you're <laughs> lusting after that. Yeah. Well, do you think there's different levels of it? Levels of porn, yeah, you know, hardcore, it, hardcore, uh, soft, <laughs> light. You know, you see all these terms da- bandied around, but I was going to bring up the food aspect, or you know, anything. I like how you said that. You know, if you're lusting after something, that could be your porn. You know, it doesn't have to be just opposite sex body type thing, or you know, but it is interesting. There's so many different ways to skin this onion, Uh, but it is interesting in the world today. Porn itself is, it depends on who you talk to. It's either bad for you or it's good for you. And I think I've never heard anyone say it's good for you. I mean, I've heard it, but I don't believe it. Uh, Agreed. Uh, You know, but it's like, there's advocates for it. My point is there's advocates for it. There, and there, but there's certainly a strong case to be made against that. Setting that part aside, right? It, it like like, and if you just assume the negative sort of connotations of porn, generally speaking, it is interesting that in today's society we do have a reference like food porn or car porn, porn or I mean food porn. Like, no, I said fear porn because there's I like, know. But my point is, right, to things that you wouldn't necessarily think are bad. But to me, there's almost like, why would you say food porn? You're watching food porn or you're watching. It could be anything like we were saying. 
like it's just interesting to me why like why 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 is that is it a bad thing because you're you're trying to connotate that that's a bad thing because you're some Instagram Instagram idiot taking pictures of your everything that you make and everything that you eat kind of thing. And that's a bad. And if I'm scrolling through that, that's bad. I was going to say, I have an addiction to watching cooking shows on YouTube. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's where I was going. And uh, you know, um that's just one angle of it right it's like it's it's interesting to think that something you know that has more negative i mean it's 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 accepted but it's not or it's maybe it's tolerated but not accepted like it's it's like this weird it's always been in the background it's like prostitution like it's always been around and to your point nate it for the longest time it was paintings like and or sculpture maybe sculpture art i and one of the things that cracked me up on this is i was scrolling through a um a little history of a blog post and they were talking about how porn's been around since the beginning of time and what they had was a piece of pottery and it was showing a gal giving some egyptian guy a blowjob on the piece of pottery you know it's like it's hot it's <laughs> exactly it's like it really has been around forever you know it's like okay well yeah i would possibly classify that as porn would you and, classify that now yeah i would because it's a sexual act but at the same time you're looking at pottery with a whole bunch of nudity on it and depending on the time nudity well, necessarily is it porn not all nudity. I'm, I don't consider all nudity porn. You know, I think some is just art. But I think everyone has their line where that crosses is different for people. Well, and that's another angle I was thinking of is, you know, there's that classic cliche now sort of cliche line where um, about obscenity, like what's obscene which is kind of the standard to to identify porn or those things that are in that vein and you have um i don't know whoever it was i don't know who this quote is attributed to or the context but in this discussion of what's obscene like there was it was a trial or or hearing of some kind and somebody said well what's obscene it's like well i don't know but else i i know it when i see it kind of thing like i couldn't give you a Here's the textbook def- definition of it, but I know it when I see it. Well, you know, if beauty is in the eye of the beholder, right? What I think of obscene and what Nate thinks obscene is obscene could be two radically different things. Um, and but I think our sense of what's obscene and and maybe morality and some of those sorts of things kind of play into that. Like you were saying earlier, even from an art perspective, right? How many in in uh throughout the renaissance or or whatever generally speaking there's always been nudes painted i I mean male female is that obscene is that i mean that's the human body we i'm thinking cj hit this one right at the beginning though it's like if you looked at one of those and you lust after them then yeah to you that's 
that's porn to you. If you're just looking at it as, oh, that's a nice, beautiful picture, da 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 da, it doesn't cross into that obscene for you, then no, it really isn't porn. So I, I find that I, I think CJ hit this one. <laughs> so right me cruising pipes. So me cruising pipes and cigars.com is <laughs> shit. That's my porn. You see him. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Fine cigar. Yeah. Holy yeah. land. No, no, no. But yeah, that's, that's a fair take. It's, I mean, what, what effect does it have? You know, it's like going to another society where everyone's topless, you know, one of the tribal societies or something. And then you get National Geographic going there and taking pictures. I don't consider that any porn. You know, I mean, you'll see people going, well, that's obscene, da-da-da-da-da. And then you got others going, that's well, you're daily life for them. What do you yeah, mean? it's that's just part of life. Okay, I don't find that. But now, if you're bouncing around in another culture, other people might, you know. So I think it comes down to what do you end up lusting after i like how cj said that i think that really and it could be anything at that point i mean if you're a gluttonous person and even though you've worked out and lost your weight but you look at food and you're craving and lusting after it that's killing you you know that you why would you go and look at stuff like that knowing how it'll affect you you know it gives me some sense of satisfaction. <laughs> You're so excited about it. You can't even say the word. Word. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. <laughs> yeah, that's um, that's a good, that's a solid take. It is interesting to right, how things evolved. I mean, obviously, tech, technology is an, an enabler. And even when I was a kid, there was there was porn films, but it was more like you still went to a theater to go see That'd that stuff. Secretive of it. Yeah. yeah. And I remember there's up until like, even when I was in college, it was around the time I was either in college or just after there was still a theater here in town that would do that. Like, like literally in town theater that that's what they showed kind of thing. But then obviously that, that whole industry has changed but it's interesting too like you know you think of like even magazines like playboy penthouse hustler hustler was pushed the limits of 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 some of that stuff but playboy like you think just the classic centerfold and some of those pictures it's just a, a nude chick but that that's obscene or that's pornography but even tastefully done it's like there's still a like if you got me as a kid get caught looking at a playboy like and by today's standards that that's that tame even yeah. hustlers kind of tame that shit relatively me speaking. as a kid <laughs> <laughs> they had some weird yeah. shit in the hustlers <laughs> and but you know today like with the internet there's stuff that's yeah now you that see is worse ridiculous. stuff on twitter yeah Totally. So, um, and it, it is interesting too about some of these social media platforms where there is this sort of acceptance. It's, it's interesting through the lens of what's accepted and what's not. 
there's certain political things that you can or can't say. There's things even about COVID that you can or cannot say, and you get censored. Donald Trump is off of twit banned off of social media for saying certain things, but man, you could show tits and ass and dicks and you name it. All these other things that somehow, you know, that's now it's, it's not accepted. I I don't want to say it's outright, like they're not promoting it kind of thing, but they're actively, you know, it's obvious who's getting uh, canceled for the wrong political beliefs, but they don't say anything about the sex and all that stuff. And it, that to me is kind of interesting by saying nothing, you're accepting it or by not policing it or not controlling that. It's like, yeah, we got other things to worry about. And it's like, you're worried about well, and that gets into another area too. Is that speech? Is that sort of thing covered by free speech, whether it's art, whether it's more artistic or whether it's like how much of that factors into quote unquote porn of any kind. Right. Well, in the, and then not all social medias are equal. You know, there's a lot of that IG will get rid of people for, and Twitter allows just about anything, as long as it quote follows under the artistic domain. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, okay, <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, it, or, where their mindsets are coming from, and then, but you know, if you think about through time, like you said, like even going back to the Egyptians, so you know, thousands of years of human history. There's, you know, and we, whether you believe in God or not, we're clearly designed to reproduce and there's pleasure and and things that come about from that. So totally understand the biological hooks there. But if you think of that throughout, all throughout time, written word, all these sorts of things. India that has a whole temple for it? Isn't don't they so. have one where it's all carved in or something with all kinds of different acts? Yeah, it wouldn't be surprised. I, I think it's drawn India. a blank, but I'm yeah. I want to say yes, but I'm I'll hesitate to do so. So now I gotta look. I'll look. I don't want. <laughs> don't want. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Don't need uh, the uh, our audience to roast me in the comments <laughs> about it. Yes, we do. <laughs> But, um, you know, it's like all this stuff all throughout time and, 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 you know, humans being humans. And yet, like, there's things that are acceptable, things that you can talk about, things that you can't. Not quite sure where I was going with that, but it's just interesting to think about that throughout time and that all of, like, we've now live in a, society or culture such that you know the definition of things are changing so rapidly yeah and it's empowering for a woman to have an only fans page right right but it's like really is that empowering it's empowering their bank account and well yeah it's empowering in that way but you know and it goes back to power and it goes back to, I know womanism and all that stuff these days are 
is is a thing and we think this is such a good thing but um and we pro- you know we sort of promote it or cheer it on that that somebody could become an only fans chick or a instagram dot sorry in influencer <laughs> son um, of a bitch <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's so called empowering uh, there was i saw something on twitter too is about twitch streamers and he i forget who it was but he was making a point he's like i stream on twitch but you see from my shoulders up like because I'm streaming whatever I'm streaming and I'm having a conversation with my audience mm-hmm. kind of thing. But I, he's like, these days I see so many female streamers that make it a point to sh- like, you can see their body, you can see them. And yet we, as men can't cat, we're not supposed to cat call. We're not supposed to all these other things. And it's, it's just an interesting time point in our culture with that. Like, you know, um and and there's pushing boundaries of shows on TV and whether that's cable or even network stuff, movies, what's acceptable, what's not, and how much does that play into what we consider porn or not, what we end up lusting after or not, what we find acceptable or not. And how often do we allow ourselves to be passively almost passively programmed by the machine to accept certain things as porn or not. And, you know, I know conservatives, more conservative folks kind of get shit on is, you know, because they're, Oh, like this is obscene or, you know, even art, you, you can't show this, like this is wrong, but I'm more of the, like, there's certainly a line of art. Like you can kind of see like, this is actually a thing. Whereas some of the other stuff, it's. I mean, it's it's kind of like you go into some museums, uh, art museums, and you're looking at, you're like, how the fuck you called that art? And then you see something else and it's, it's it's fucking art. Cause (laughs) you can tell that it took a lot of time, but you call, you have it in the same museum as something that's just, this is trash. And is that (laughs) kind of come down to, like what we were talking about before, like what our definitions of obscene is yeah. or what our definition of, of porn is or aesthetics. Yeah. Like yep. something not even not even a nude, like just a, a painting of whatever. Mm-hmm. I could look at a Van Gogh or a Picasso and no or they're... Rembrandt and go, that's that's amazing. You guys could look at it and go, that's garbage. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but that's you know because of aesthetics and what we think is art and beauty and all that stuff comes into play. Is it, is it really that individual? I think so. But they to and you find like-minded individuals, but I think it does. So a lot of that social programming, how you were brought up, you know, I think a lot of plays into it, but yeah, I think it does become individual. What might bother one person might not bother another. You know, how can one guy, you know, have a drink every now and then, but if another guy touches it, his life will spiral out of control. You know, it's it's the same kind of concept. We all have different traits and we all act differently towards everything. So, yeah. And on now, the more... temple issue, real quick, yeah. oh, I, yeah. I was I was partially right. 
they don't have just one. This one article says they have 12 (laughs) and each one of them have, have all kinds of things on them. So yes, I think the, those in India were ahead of their time for carving things out. They were, (laughs) maybe that's why they're the second largest populated country in the world. That would make sense. Yeah. (laughs) They didn't teach them the pullout technique. (laughs) (laughs) Just Just to circle back on porn specifically, porn in the sense of, you know, whether you're going to Pornhub or whatever, some site that... that, Stealing the magazines under your dad's bed. (laughs) Uh, That, so that in of itself, like what we would consider pornography today, more broadly speaking, as a category, um, like I said, that you'd find on on the internet, those sorts of things, that's destructive or that's, that's bad that's not a good thing. I think it's something to talk. It gets talked about in various places on the internet, but I just, since we brought it up here, I thought it'd be a good, good thing to talk about as an offshoot. It's, it's, I think we'd all agree that it's a bad thing that it it's not, or it's, it's not healthy. Certainly. Yeah. Can be unhealthy. Oh, how about we'll throw the 80-20 rule at it. Most of the time it's used in an unhealthy way. Mm-hmm. There are those that will use it to learn new things. So would you consider that healthy? You know, it's like, okay, you could go to a sex trainer or you could watch some stuff and with your partner or whatever and be like, you want to try that? You know, if you don't lust after it, you're not getting excited over it. You're using it as a tool. It's just another tool on learning how to do something. It's like looking for a new idea to spice up your own relationship. It can be used in a good manner. You're just going to walk a fine line. Yes, a very fine line. And, you know, for the average person, and I would say for most, it's destructive. It leads you down a destructive path. You know, yeah, yeah. I think a it's lot like of guys... anything like alcohol or drugs or whatever. I mean, pick your thing, right? Yeah. yeah. What I was thinking while you were talking, Nate, is you know, how, does it have? Does the thing have control over you? And whether that's because you lust after it, or you know, there's something there. Does that thing have control over you, or do you have control over it? And certainly, that's a fine line a super thin line and one that's so easily crossed because we can always fool ourselves into thinking, no, I got this. And whether you're a drug addict, I can stop anytime. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Whether you're, whether it's porn, whatever you're addicted to games, video games, generally speaking or whatever, it could be anything, um, tobacco, uh, drugs, alcohol, food. food. (laughs) Yeah. I think that goes um, down the path of addiction, but yeah, I think, when it comes to overall and porn and it's so easily acceptable, but yeah, it does leave you, 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 and I think there's different levels of it. You know, there are simple, like you got the, you know, the basic playboy, which a lot of that would lean into art, but where does that lead you? I to? just read it for the articles. Yeah. I, I read it for the, <laughs> the cartoons, the cartoons, yeah, yeah. they had the best cartoons. Um, <laughs> But but I think and then you it, it starts leading because you're like well I need more stimulation well if you keep thinking you need more stimulation and need to go down that path well it has you it's no longer a tool 
it, mm-hmm. it's got you caught. If you go, oh, I want to look for something new to do tonight with the woman, and then six hours later you watched all that and don't do anything with your woman, you have a problem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I, I, yeah, I, you're correct. Too many people fool themselves, and it leads them down a bad, dark path. You got to have very good control and frame to even be able mm-hmm. to use it as a tool. And I would say most don't. I was going to say, don't kid yourself because most of the time you don't. Yep. No, like I said, since we, I know the broader topic was more just art or more, more what, what you consider obscene. We, we kind of hashed that ground, but I thought it'd be good to kind of cap it off by, by talking about the destructive nature of it and assumed we were all on the same page, but uh, just thought it'd be good to, throw that out there for those that are listening. So, you know, obviously there's resources and things out there. If you're, if you, even if, if you think you have a problem, even if you don't think you have a problem, you look into it. do have a problem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cause it's easy to go. Oh no. It's like, I was going to say, if you're questioning even a little bit, reach out. You have a yeah. problem. I was going to say our Instagrams are there. Just send us a message. Your name won't be posterized. We can talk about it. We can give you some help, whatever you need, man. Or answer more questions on it. Yeah. Yeah. It's the simplest. So. All right. Does the study of philosophy ever lead to answers or simply more questions? I pick B. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say the study of philosophy, it just seems like it's a never ending spiral. It's just more questions to the questions you already asked. It's what it always fucking seems to be. Because there's always the ifs. You always ask, well, what if? There's the next what if. And that what if is what takes you down rabbit holes that Mm -hmm. are sometimes entertaining, sometimes thoughtful. Where I think philosophy usually helps out is when you start down a rabbit hole and answers a question that you didn't even know you were going to ask. Like something's been dwelling on your brain, but because you're down a certain line of conversation, all of a sudden you go, oh, and it'll answer something else. Not even the question that you were working for. That's what I've seen when you're having thought, you know, processes when you're digging into stuff, much like this podcast, much like a lot of people's podcasts, you know, you start walking down these questions thinking, well, what do other guys think? Well, you you know, and it's like our viewpoints are different than others. You know, how are you looking? Um, well, we're always looking for ways to explain our lives and the world around us, right? We're always looking ans- looking for answers to various questions just just by existing, and on a you know on a basic level, like or to put it more in simple terms, what does right look like as for me with my daughters and my family and my, in my life, generally speaking, whether that's career and work life or personal life or whatever, what does right look like? And right. That's, those are questions of morality. And then you start asking, well, why, why that, why do I believe this? Why do I think this? why did I come up with that answer? Right. And some of that, right. So those spawn additional questions 
and you know it's like uh, uh, you start becoming curious about some of these things. Like how do we how do we know things? What does it mean to know something, and how how do we how do we know that's true? Um, you know, oh well, we think we have brains and we can think, and it's like yeah, but uh, thermostat. <laughs> Mm-hmm. it does oh, something sure. it doesn't really it, think it, it just does does it well you know <laughs> and how does it know thing is, is <laughs> or what is many real people like have there's... free time yeah you know in, instead <laughs> oh of God. worrying about food clothing you know taking care of your house how many people have because most philosophers have free time do too many people have too much free time and they're not thinking about the necessities? Have we become too soft in our lives where it's just, you know, it's like I went and got groceries this morning. I don't have to think about food for the week. You know, I don't, I got a refrigerator full, you know, it's okay. That gives me time to think about other things. Is it healthy? Eh, yes, no, possibly, you know, but how many people have time to ask, okay, look at the whole PC culture and all the stupidity that's come out of it. It's because people have a whole bunch of time of doing nothing. You know, it's, they're sitting at home collecting a government check and it's like, oh, let's just get on the internet and talk and throw theories and do whatever, you know? It's like... I, I, I think ultimately there's there's a couple things uh from philosophy that that comes to mind in our in our daily lives right it's it's what's true right and how do we know that right there's there's questions that that come about like how do we know what we're being told is the truth how do i know what i believe is true those sorts of and it's it getting at truth so trying to figure that out and ask those sorts of questions but that you get to that by asking questions um questions some of it always questioned with other questions right there's and and i mean you can get absurd about it right and and split hairs like you split a hair to split a hair and and you can keep asking you know like a like a little kid well why why is the sky blue well because of what well why well why well why Why? you know and (laughs) why not (laughs) yeah yeah but you know all throughout time we've all been trying to explain our existence and our lives. And, you know, that goes back to ancient Greek philosopher. I mean, and there's even people before that Egyptians, like everybody had a philosophy of how do we even exist? Why, how, how are we even here? What, what makes us different than animals? How do we know that, you know, all of this stuff is real. And maybe it's questions that if you're wealthy, quote unquote wealthy, or, you know, that you would ask because you have the free time and you're not worried about being killed by a, a saber tooth t- tiger <laughs> or a T-Rex or a, a lion or a, you know, just whatever snakes and whatever threats there are in your own particular world. I think it's how do we derive meaning? And some of that leads us to ask those sorts of questions. And then you come up with an answer and then it's like, well, Either if if we don't ask a follow up question, somebody else may go. Well, why do you believe that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know, there's differences in cultures. Like, why why do you wear that? <laughs> or why don't 
why do you wear clothes? Why or why aren't you? Don't you wear clothes? Yeah, yeah. And I mean, it's just some of some of those sorts of things. But I think it 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 can ask or. But sometimes, as you learn things and as you grow, right, then there's more questions because you start tackling bigger things. Think about just even working out, right? When we first started going to the gym, we're just doing some basic stuff or we're just, it's basic diet stuff. But then we get that stuff down and we get comfortable with being in the gym and lifting weights and all this stuff. It's like, okay, how do I really start tackling it? You know, I really want big arms or I, I need to develop my chest more or my back is weak relative to the rest of me. How do I, what can I do to strengthen that? And you start asking better questions or more questions, maybe better questions, more involved questions. You get answers to those. There's bigger challenges for you that you're tackling on as you grow. So there's bigger things. And so how much of that is sort of a spiral upward because you ask deeper and deeper questions because your knowledge and experience advances over time in any particular thing. So I, I think my it's original spawns, answer of B. <laughs> yeah, I think it spawned, it does spawn more questions, <laughs> but it's that doesn't necessarily mean it's all bullshit. I was gonna say, I have always wondered why people get philosophy majors these days. It just seems like a never-ending rabbit hole. What do you accomplish? I mean, you're asking the right questions, but to ask the right questions that never have answers. Yeah. Philosophy would be a great base. A philosophy major, the first best reason would be a philosophy major is a great foundation for law school. It's probably the I would argue it, it's one of the best, but I'm not even a lawyer. I didn't go. I was going to say, I, I wouldn't know. <laughs> uh, I do have a philosophy de- degree. So do you take that personally? <laughs> Bachelor of Arts. And no, n- not at all. I, What'd you say? You know, philosophy, you <laughs> I mean, I get that all the time when they find out I, you know, I made when anyone finds out that I majored in philosophy, philosophy it's like, what do you, what do you do with that? And it's like, well, I work at a brokerage firm in technology. <laughs> That's what you do with it. Uh, <laughs> but the reality is, you know, I, I took, I, it interested me. And at the time I made the decision, I do have a minor in business administration, but uh, cause I started out as a business major. And then part of me was like, I don't want to do this. This isn't what I wanted to do. And there are reasons for that. And, uh, and partially because it was more, I was, it's something my parents were encouraged. You know, and I think I mentioned on one of the last podcasts, it's like, you know, I, let me finish high school. I don't, I don't know what I want to major in. I don't, you know, in college and all those sorts of things and philosophy interested me. And I was afraid if I got out of, if I left college, I'd never go back. Now, looking back, that may not necessarily have been a bad thing. Um, But at the time and given a number of circumstances, I was more worried about um, that. So what interests me and what's going to keep me going that I could graduate. And I thought philosophy is interesting. I'm going to go with that. And cause then I'll graduate and I'll figure out the rest later. Um, and 
you know, my parents struggled with that because it wasn't necessarily the most marketable of degrees. You know, it's not a clear, like, what do you do with a philosophy degree other than teach? Yeah. Or a lawyer. And a lot of, you know, I had a, a friend of mine in college. Um, he went on to law school and in his er- first year law classes, a number of professors would ask how many people here are philosophy majors and nobody would raise their hand. He's like, uh, that's the best. <laughs> yeah. that That's the best, you know, one of the best things you can do because law is based a lot of law or, uh, the way you interpretation of law yeah there's logic and reason but it's it's like the socratic method like law is based on where you ask questions as if you don't know and you're posing questions and you're getting answers that whole thing is a good foundation for it so um but there's other uses i mean morality questions about ethics and morality that we deal with every day you know we make moral judgments those are all philosophical questions. Um, trying to get at what's true, you know, that's philos- you know, that's those are philosophical questions. Um, even uh, there's some other things too that that have practical applications that are more philosophical questions that we solve in our own lives, but we don't think of it as. Philo- you know, philosophy, logic, reason. There's a lot of that in there too. So this whole podcast, that's yeah. what you're saying. This whole <laughs> podcast is a philosophical discussion, but I don't get offended. I mean, I, I realize it's, <laughs> I realize that it's a, um, uh, you know, it's definitely a sort of esoteric thing. And I, you know, if people want to go into philosophy, great. I don't know that it's the best career choice, but yeah, I graduated and I, I can say I have a degree. So it's a solid foundation for other things. Yeah. It has been for me. Your mileage may vary. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Jimmy G that question that you wanted to elaborate on. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we were talking about, uh, so this, this weekend I mentioned I had a, a, birthday party and uh there's some friends of mine longtime friends that were there some one that i hadn't seen in a long time and we've been trying to get together and uh hang out and it it never works out for whatever reason and in talk this we were talking in the green room before we started <laughs> the podcast again check it out in uh, patreon.com <laughs> slash barbarian banter uh, <laughs> If we talk about it enough, maybe we'll actually get one built. We'll make it happen. Speaking of existence. (laughs) Yeah. Um, If we talk about it, they will come. (laughs) (laughs) We'll start getting yelled at for not having one and be like, okay. I'm I'm looking for the Patreon. (laughs) Yeah. I'm looking for the Patreon. Where is it? (laughs) But, uh, you know, how often do we take, we make, we try and uh, make things a bigger event. Like, so for me and my buddy trying to get together, if we don't have all evening to do it or, you know, from seven o'clock to the end of the night or five o'clock until the end of the night, then we want, you know, we don't do it. 
And so Nate had mentioned, well, geez, like try doing it some other time where even if it's just for an hour or two, and that got me thinking, how often do we think in those terms more all or nothing? If I, I only have 20 minutes to work out, well, I'm not going to go to the gym because it takes 45 minutes to an hour. So I'm not going to go and I'll go tomorrow. And then you end up saying the same, you know, the same thing happens tomorrow. And before you know it, you haven't been to a gym in a week or I'm going to do this thing, but I don't either have the time or it'll take, it will take too long given the time that I have. Or if I can't go all out, like if I can't spend five hours talking with my friend and drinking plus dinner and then go to this place, if I don't have this perfect sort of idyllic setup, I'm not going to go. Um, or I don't have a lot of time, so I'm not going to, you know, instead of taking a quick weekend trip or a day trip or just going a walk around the block, I'm not going to do it. And it's easier for me to watch YouTube videos for that time or, or, you know, worse, well, even you worse, you're looking at porn for 20 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> well, you pick the convenience factor over going out and doing something. Yeah. The action factor. What what's the easier path? Oh, I'll just sit here and watch YouTube, or I get in my car, drive twenty minutes to hang out with a buddy for forty. I will say the reason why we kind of like in our heads we it it's okay not to do that is because we don't want to feel rushed. Because if I got a certain amount of time to hang out with this friend, it's like well, it's going to feel rushed, and <laughs> I feel like it's it's pointless at that time. But it's not. But in your head, you're going to fucking tell yourself that constantly. Like, if I'm going to hang out with this guy, I don't want to have to, you know, have obligations. Cut it short kind yeah, of thing. exactly. Because, I mean, 40 minutes with a good friend is it's, it's like a snap of the fingers. It's nothing. <clears throat> I think in your mind, you're like, well, well, then what the fuck is the point? Right. Instead of going and spending 20 minutes with him here, 40 minutes with him there, another 30 minutes there. You, you know, it's like, well, just like you're saying, well, we'll make a night of it. Well, most of us don't have a night of it anymore. You know, we got too many obligations. But if you did a whole bunch of little hookups, that would amount to the same amount of time. You know, it's like, all right, let, let's go do this or do that. Or you want to come over. And we were talking a little bit about this and this, Jared. I remember, especially when I was younger, it seemed like people socialized more. I'm not even talking before COVID. I'm talking 30 years ago. More people had like game night. They had card night. Mm -hmm. They would have little social events. Hey, just come over. We got some snacks and stuff. The kids can go play. We'll sit over here and chat. And you hear a little bit about this, but most of the time it's back to, well, if it's not a family reunion, I'm not going. Or if it's not, you know, you you don't just invite a bunch of buddies over for an afternoon. I mean, back in drinking days, we would have that, but because it was, you know, but even then we had a small core group and you don't see a lot of local socialization, even among families, you know, maybe the holiday get-togethers. I'm taking the holidays out of this. I'm talking just off the wall, you know, be like, oh yeah, yeah. Just let's let's hook let's up. Let's just hang for, out. 
Well, I can only come over for 20 minutes. Okay, shoot over, hang out for 20 minutes, have a soda or a glass of water or something, shoot the shit, and then take off when you need to. And I think another thing in, in CJ when he was talking made me think about this is we won't set those boundaries. Mm-hmm. It's like calling buddy. Hey, I got 30 minutes. You want to hook up? We'll go chat for 30 minutes. Okay. You know, and if they say no, that's fine. But we don't, we don't set it because we're like, yeah, it's a good friend. I want to hang out with them all evening, but I got this responsibility. But if you go into it going, Hey, I got 30 minutes and I got to, I can meet up at six and I got to be done by six 30. That gives them a boundary. Also, they, they can tell their wife or friend, or they can squeeze their obligate. Oh, you know what? That'll work because I dropped the kids off at five 45 and I don't have to pick them up till seven. So hanging out from six to six 30 with you would work. And, and if we put those time boundaries in there, and, I, and I'm thinking in terms of how, how do we counter that? It gives the other person a set amount of time. This is the only time I can make it. And if you show up late, it's just, I still have to leave at 6.30. I don't get to hang out till 6.45. Or, you know, you take off. And that's one of the ways to counter it is I have this much time. You know, I can go do it for this amount of time. And then I think that's a way to go, all right. I got an hour of time. We hang out for 30 minutes, 15 minutes of drive time on either end of it. It gives you something. So I I do that on a really small scale. I, I, I know I'm not larger, but like a birthday party. What, why do we only do it for birthday parties? What, why do we day you have a birthday? No, but I'm saying parties holidays i know what? where he's going it's not <laughs> just we... about birthdays it's why don't we get together more often yeah, yeah. i was you being know, a smart ass yes yeah. i know but like the like the first week into the month be mm. like hey this is when i'm going to invite my friends over and guess yeah. what the first time you might have one show up the second time you might not have anybody show up the third time you'd be like yeah such and such showed up this and had fun next thing they know it's like hey jimmy or or are you having to get together the first week into the month? Well, I can't make this one, but I'm planning it in two months. Oh yeah. And it, it starts that snowball effect that they know that every first Saturday of the month, Jimmy's having a cookout, you know, bring a side dish. He's going to throw something on the grill, whatever. And you could start something up like that again to get the snowball effect of, Oh yeah. We go over there and hang out for like 40 minutes or something. And then between the kids games or whatever, but no one creates that because it takes effort. It's not convenient. It's just, Oh, I can pull up YouTube and watch that effortless entertainment. Yeah. You know, or, Oh, I'm going to go tinker on this or work on that. And then that doesn't get done because of whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is it so? There's a number of things that were running through my head while you were talking. You know, one is to pick up what what you just left off on. You know, how much of that is is now? It's more about comfort. Like we we tell ourselves it's it's convenient. We need to do what's convenient or comfortable because my my life, quote unquote, life is crazy. Because I got to take the kids all over the place, I got to work, and then I got to do stuff around the house, and I got to do this stuff. And so, if if it if I can't relax a hundred percent, I'm not. You know, 
so it's easier just to take ten, instead of call up a friend or take a walk around the block or go to the gym for that 20 minutes or, or in the basement, if that's, if you have a home gym or whatever it is, right. It's screw that, <laughs> you know, I'm like, it's, so how much of that is it, it's all comfort, like clothes. Like we, we don't care about our, how we look or what we wear because it's about being comfortable, not, and convenient, not what looks good, what we, what well, makes us look better. Here, here's something else on, as you break it down, say you started up having a get together every Saturday. Well, this last birthday party, you stated earlier that you went around and cleaned the entire house for the birthday party. But if you started having an event every month and inviting people over, do you think that would help you naturally go, well, you know, if we keep the house a little bit more cleaned up through the entire month, we're not trying to kill ourselves on the Friday before we have the event. It would actually because nah. <laughs> that's how my house is straight up. You know what? If no one, it's him and me. We don't socialize. And in like every six weeks, I get looking around and going, it's time we got to clean. clean. (laughs) It's getting bad, Bubba, between puppy dog and you and me. Just cleaning the counter off. You know, it's like, it's like, yeah. Gets a layer of cruft out. And then, yeah, there's, there's certainly that. Um, and, you know, you mentioned boundaries, but it's even priorities to like, what is, what is the priority? Are you really committed to working out? Are you really committed to the important relationships in your life and those sorts of things? Um, you know, and, and are, what are you willing to do for that? Um, and, and another thing, so that there, there's one thing, another thing too, is how often do we, um, to uh shit i just lost it oh quick cj interject something <laughs> i got nothing nothing <laughs> um where'd you where are you going with it do, 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 do. <laughs> <laughs> and it doesn't help that i was, the girls just interrupted me, me? so it yeah. just made it worse that's what friends uh, are for we could so be helping comfort. you out here instead. We're giving you shit. It's comfort. <laughs> there's comfort. There's priority. Oh, um, part of it too is like I, for me, I was thinking too. Just this is more my for me personally. Um, you know, some of these connections, to be sure, are are important, like real real life, and not just COVID. Like it's maybe since more so since the since the divorce. You know, it's more about building uh it's about the relationships and hanging out socially and some of those sorts of things and yet um you know how often do we crave those things but we don't that in and of itself isn't made a priority um because of time or convenience or those sorts of things. And then we end up wondering why we feel disconnected or lonely or alone you know, but it's a prison of our own making in some ways, because in the name of being busy, like we were talking about earlier with porn, like an addiction, you can always fool yourself and, and all of that. And yet uh, in some of these things, and we've talked about it here too, about social media, it's like, we're all alone together. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> we're scrolling through social media, but 
that's not us interacting. It's us scrolling through IG or, you know, scrolling through Twitter or whatever, but that's not real connection. And then we wonder why. Yeah. Yeah. And then we wonder why our lives feel meaningless or empty or those sorts of things. Um, And so how much of me pushing, that's me pushing even further into trying to build these relationships and making the time and maybe other people, I don't know, would that not be off-putting, but sort of be like you're pushing too much. It's like your mom telling you to clean your room for the fifth time. I'm not going to do it at that point. (laughs) (laughs) So even if it's something good, like going, you know, working out with somebody or meeting up with somebody or those sorts of things, I'm not going to do it just because there's some resistance there for some reason. I don't know. A couple of things that were floating through my head. I don't know that like philosophy, I just created a whole bunch more questions, questions. without answers, but well, I, I think it comes back gotta to go with my strengths. It's like, how do you create those moments? Yeah. You know, what are you going to do to change it? If you want this, if you want to hang out with a buddy or a friend mm-hmm. or something, let's just say like you're talking a long time friend. All right, I can't do a whole evening. That's not going to work with either of our schedules, the kids' schedules and everything. What can we do to work in between stuff? You know, is it, hey, are you home this evening? Yeah. Bring the kids over. Make time, bud. You know, just bring the kids over. They can run around and do whatever, and we'll have cigars out on the back porch. You know, yeah, it would be nice to go down to the cigar club, but our schedules aren't allowing that. Because we can't take the kids in there, or you shouldn't take kids to a cigar club. That, is, <laughs> that, that that's a that's a two sided thing. One, it's probably not good and healthy. That's for a them. perfect way to get them started. <laughs> <laughs> but but two, there's a whole bunch of people that are trying to escape their kids, and that's why they're there. <laughs> but I, I think it's it's creating those opportunities, which it takes work. Why do I want to hang out with friends and family? It takes work. It's not just, it's easier to just flip on YouTube or Hulu or Netflix than it is to be like, Hey, come on over for an hour or so. But, and I, and I think that's a key component in adding that in there is adding a boundary. Hey, come over about six, but about eight straight up. Tell someone about eight. I got to start putting the girls to bed and get ready for the night. Well, that gives them a two-hour window and be like, you, you take, is it obligation the right word? You take an obligation off their part, like, oh, w- when do I need to leave or when should I leave or if conversation's going good? Where if you set a boundary up to begin with, be like, hey, at 8 o'clock, I got to start shutting things down or we can play it by ear a little bit. Then you're already like, okay, now I know and I can plan for this in my schedule. Oh, you don't mind if the littles come out? No, bring them over. They can play till then, and then that's when they go. And you have that natural time, and you create those moments. And I and I think that's the only way you can do it. You know how much of that too is is we're more distributed now. So I remember growing up, like the neighborhood, like we had family friends that lived quote unquote across town, but there would be lots of drop-ins one way or the other. 
where neighbors would stop by or my parents would stop by the neighbors and it may start innocently enough, right? Like somebody's like someone's doing yard work and then you start talking over the fence. And next thing you know, you go over there and you, you're just sort of hanging out. So how much of that is, uh, you know, just different times we live in where there's, we're more spread out. We're more geographically diverse, like even friends in, in, our own town, right? I'm not talking about, obviously, we're talking in different cities across the US. But, you know, when growing up, it was, it like literally was na- more neighborhood or more close knit groups that would get together and hang out. And we've kind of lost that. So there's that. And on top of that, we, we know we're quote unquote busy and wouldn't want to be interrupted. So how, how often do we preempt some of that stuff because, Oh, I don't want to impose or I don't want to bother them when that used to happen all the time. Are you on mute? I can't hear you. I am. I'm muted. Yeah. Yeah. I lost it. Sometimes you just got to barge in. Yeah, <laughs> I do it all the time because, you know, like you said, people are busy all the time. But if you just drop by, they're not so busy. Most they're of the Netflix time. and chill. Yeah, it's like you, you think you're busy until somebody stops by and then you can slow down for a second. Because, I, I mean, it's been I mean, honestly, we all have this problem and I have the problem, too, because like during the week, I, I have all this set shit that I'm trying to get done. And if a friend stops by, honestly, a lot of that shit will take a back seat, and I'll spend the time to be present with that person. And it also kind of goes to like, like I said, you're busy until something like that gets dropped into your hands, and it's like, well, I can, that thing can wait. It's not that important. The people in your life are more important. Always, they will and then you're always back be to the more priority. Important. Yeah, like you. You're like in your mind, that's not a priority. But when it happens, you realize how much of a priority that really is. People are more of a, should be more of a priority than the way that we treat them. Yeah. And I think that's ultimately where I'm going. Like you got to make, you got to set those priorities and whether it's fitness and going, working out and, or relationships and building community and those sorts of things. You got to make those things a priority, but that doesn't mean you like do those things either whole hog or you don't do them at all. It means you're just committed to those outcomes. So if it's, you know, working out's an easy one. If I'm committed, truly committed to being the best shape that I can be in, whatever that means, um, it's okay if, you know, is going to the gym for 20 or 30 minutes better than not going at all? I mean, arguably you can tell yourself that, but is it really true? Well, my, my point is, but that's my kind of my point. It's like, there are times where I get to the gym and it's like, you know what, for time, I need to cut this short. So maybe I'm three exercises in, maybe only halfway through a workout, but oh, well, I'll take it because. Well, it's kind of you know, like, you know, 
utilize your time, cut out all the fluff. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, there are times where I do that and there are other times it makes more sense not to go to the gym, but longer term, I'm my, I'm committed to the long-term goal of yeah. being in good shape. So I'm when more often than not, I'm going to work out when I can. And if that only means I'm walking or all I have time to do is walk around the block or walk for like down to the edge of my street and back, that's at least or do some push-ups in between, you know, throughout my day. Okay. I'll, I'll do that if it's not going to hurt anything else, but you know, far too often it's, you know, how often do we make things bigger for ourselves bigger than they really are. And if I can't do this big grandiose quote unquote grandiose thing, we stop ourselves from even trying or even doing it when maybe it'd be better if we spent 10, 15 minutes calling somebody up, maybe I can't go cross town to meet up with somebody. What if I called them on the phone? Oh my God. <laughs> what a novel concept. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who does that? I just throw people text. Are you alive? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, or, you know, I don't have time to work out, so I'm going to, but I, I can at least do this. And it's commitment to those longer term things to make, find ways to make that stuff work for us rather than just sort of giving up and not, not trying. And then we wonder why we're fat or we wonder why, you know, we don't have as many friends or deep relationships as we truly desire, whatever. Insert your thing. It could be anything. It doesn't have to be those two specific things, but um, anyway, I think we've talked enough about that. (laughs) What can you do? Are you going to interrupt me again? Yes. Yes. Perfect. (laughs) Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> what can you do today that you couldn't do a year ago? What will you be able to do at this time next year? I can say I own a fucking house. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. What do I, I wish that you could do a year I ago? Didn't yeah. Own a house. I couldn't say that. I mean, I can say year? that, but it wouldn't be true. Oh, no. I said, it says, what can you do today that you couldn't do a year ago? Say that I have a house. Yeah, That's yeah. fair. I like that. Own a house. Own a house. Own. Well, you're paying for a house. I own it more than I own my rental. Well, this is true. Yeah. You're at least paying for the deed. Hmm. <sighs> trying to think back to a year i was thinking five years and i'm like oh that's too long of a time Ooh, i can squat over 225 pounds without having a back pump (laughs) (laughs) it's amazing (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think there's definitely like fitness things or uh, like obviously i can push more weight today than i could a year year ago yeah and even even doing like moving some furniture around or stuff like that I can do. There's a number of those things that are a lot easier. Like I remember uh, this is now actually going back a couple of years ago. I moved like a couch from downstairs to upstairs or upstairs to downstairs. And I was gassed or I took my car in and just to see if I could do it 
I rode my bike back and it's, it's like a 45 minute, like it's not where I take my car to get fixed and oil changes is short drive, but it's a long bike ride. Mm -hmm. And I was dead. Like I needed a day or two after that to, to truly recover. Um, And then here about a year ago, I it's like, I did the same thing. The bike ride was a piece of cake. Moving the furniture was a lot easier than I remember because I'm stronger. Easy. <laughs> no, but at least I'm stronger or um, better cardio fitness, like whatever you want to call that. I think generally speaking, um, you know, certainly those things. Um, there's even some um, stuff I mean, with my girls from a fatherhood perspective that are that. Um, you know, I was able to do that. I, you know, situations where I'd, I'd lose my cool. I'm a lot better at that. It feels good. Like yeah, yeah. Definitely growth to think about that. Whenever um, you notice those things, it's, 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 it's fucking cool. Yeah. yeah. There's no other way to put it here. Have you ever <laughs> lately, have you noticed that you'll do something and you didn't realize how strong you are now? Like, uh, what the fuck <laughs> oops <Yeah. laughs> it's like and it's nice yeah <laughs> or or do it without hurting like you know you could lift that before but like you said you're gassed or you're hurting now you just do it you know like, eh, oh yeah, that's that's what it is why was that so hard yeah, yeah. <laughs> Remember now what will i be cool. able to do a year from now well I just thought of my thing. I'm a better sailor this year. Oh, I'm a better yeah. sailor in the past year than I was before. So that that's sailing would probably be my biggest thing that I've changed. I'm, You're a stronger seaman. <laughs> <laughs> touche, touche. Well done. <laughs> well done. Uh, that was awesome. You can tell his bang is kicked in. <laughs> I'm alive. <laughs> um, a year from now. Hmm. Yeah, a year from now, assuming things keep going on their current trajectory, I will be even stronger. Right? Be able to handle more physically. From a fitness perspective, look better naked. Yep, uh, definitely. That's the plan. Bigger that's my goal. <laughs> it's always a goal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wish I was taller. Um, was I think one of my things is to basically be debt free hmm. from all all the. Sounds nice. Yeah, you you don't have to think about that one, CJ. You got thirty, but but say. it's like I got certain things. But even if even if you just say you take your mortgage out of the equation, you know, rent, mortgage, whatever. If you take mm-hmm. that one out, I I'm on a trajectory to have everything else cleaned up, and I that will be a good feeling. Housing, you know, it's almost like one you take out of the equation because you either got rent or you have mortgage. And would I like to figure out a way to get rid of both? Yes, but that's a challenge that I don't know if I can accomplish within a year. 
Will I accomplish it at some point? Yes. So that's more like the four-year plan. Yeah. But that's but yeah. that's I'm I'm getting close on that one. Yeah, I'm moving in that direction too. I certainly I don't know that I'll be debt free in a year, but uh, I'll definitely be further along on that path than I am now. Um, and there's there'll be a number of factors that uh, have will have gone into that. It's interesting too to to think right. It's like how much does all this stuff build on top of each other, right? Yeah, and definitely the the work that you know you almost weren't even thinking about, say two two or three years ago, now sets you up puts you in a different place um but you know we can't we wouldn't be able to say that oh we'll be able to accomplish these things um if it if we didn't do the work we started doing a year ago right yeah um and i think uh i'm trying to think of what else i'll be able to do a year i think the relationship with my daughters will be better Financially, I'll be in a better spot. I well, think there's some other things just too. Over a year, my boy should have his driver's license. Oh, geez. So, I yeah. won't have to cart him around. Yeah. That'll be nice. That's crazy. So, what are you going to do in a year, CJ? In a year, what am I going to do? God, that's a good question. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about this. I mean, I say, well, I I should be. Well, I was saying in a year I should be all but debt free. Oh yeah, that's there. We all said the physical fitness. We're all improving the physical side of things. I mean, that's a given. And then really, and then financial. That's that's a challenge for all of us. But you know, we're all working towards some kind of financial independence. Um. I don't know. It's like, yeah. What else would I be able to do? I can be able to do in a year from now that I can't do now. Maybe play one song on the guitar, even though I don't even have a guitar. <laughs> there you go. You're going to pick up. So you're throwing now. it out there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, fuck it. Why not? I tried ju- drums. <laughs> Jimmy knows that. It's, I'm not. No. No. How about a kazoo? If, fuck no. I don't want something that's going to annoy me while I play it. <laughs> <laughs> See, drums and are just mostly loud as shit. I, I thought about getting those, um, was it the electronic ones? Yeah. Uh, have you used those before, Jimmy? Are they worth it? They might be. I think I have a set somewhere. <laughs> If that I inherited. That would surprise me. Well, I actually, so I think, um, so one of my uncles had one because they were going to just get rid of it at the school. He's a, you know, a head of custodians at a, in the school district. And they were, one high school was going to get, just get rid of it. And I think I have it. I think he gave it to me. I just need to set it up and See if make it, it work. Works. Yeah. yeah. So. 
I've always tried doing things like that, but <laughs> you got to have the drive to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fucking, uh, there's nothing more infuriating than music and learning a new language. Holy shit. <laughs> I, I agree. <laughs> but to, you know, it's like all things. It's like the older you get, there, there's, you have responsibilities, mm. right? And now, you know, for you, you're, you're kind of, on the on-ramp right you mm-hmm. got a house eventually at some point kids will be in your future and right yeah. and so your yeah. focus gets drawn yeah, in all these other di- yeah and then you know but nate's kind of on the back side of it where his kid's getting old enough i mean that doesn't mean he he won't have responsibilities once he can start driving and stuff or that nate won't have responsibilities but it gets a hell of a lot easier yeah, <laughs> yeah. um it's just a different set of responsibilities, but then his time frees up in ways because he doesn't have to be available to drive everywhere and all that stuff. And then it's not just the driving, it's the driving and waiting or even the driving, even if it's a drop off and pickup situation, there's still, you know, 15, 20 minutes of drive time both ways. It's still time out of your day. Uh, and even more so if you have to wait, while you're or you might as well wait while you're there because i'm just gonna have to by the time i get home and do this i'm gonna have to turn around and come back so i'm just gonna hang out here right once it's done we'll just leave like so just it eats up time and focus and all these sorts of things like we were talking about earlier that that's what makes trying to get together or trying to stay committed to all these things that you want to do or are our priorities in your life. It's even hard to focus on those because you have everything going on. Um, And as kids start doing more things, sports, music, whatever, that's just one other thing that's chipping away. So certainly makes it challenging, but we got to try though. If, If you don't try, right. It's, yep. Like life is boring. <laughs> Otherwise, yeah. If you're bored, it's your own fault. Yeah. <laughs> and I think That's CJ, it. you mentioned on, you know, is it the podcast with mugs or something? It's like you know the things that are worthwhile aren't always easy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, had those challenges. You'd be better at fixing a house up too. Yeah. A year from now, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I already have experience, but it's a little bit different when it's your own place, I would think. Yep. Because, yeah. yeah, I can't yeah. stop looking at things and thinking, oh, I could do this. And then I'm like, well, there's more money down the fucking drain. <laughs> <laughs> there's two parts to it. It's like my house could be awesome and I could be broke. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Sometimes you have to be content. Mm. Yeah. Uh, let's see. It's a hard priorities thing. will definitely <laughs> clash. Yeah, so you'll I, be better at managing time and expectations. A year yep. from now. Yeah, yeah <laughs> there, there we go. go. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's true. True of all of us in a lot of ways. Hopefully, yeah. Yeah. yeah don't don't talk about the updates my house needs. <laughs> <laughs> I, it also goes back to having that construction background and you see all that shit you're just like uh. (laughs) see i made a comment the other day and i think i kicked it out on twitter it's like 
you know, there's some days that it's really good that I'm a mechanic and there's other days where I wish I was dumb enough just to call someone, <laughs> you know, cause then I wouldn't have the reality of how cheap or inexpensive or expensive it would be to fix something. I could just mm-hmm. be like, Hey, my van didn't start. Can you come look at it? I'll pay you to fix it. You know, instead yeah. of going, uh, I know what's wrong and I got to crawl under the thing and play around with these wires. <laughs> and yell at it while I do it. <laughs> yeah. Especially if you hit your head. <laughs> or you or, bang your knuckles. Yeah. Yes. God. <laughs> or zap yourself. Yep. All yeah. of the above. You're like, or laying on a hot ass ground and you're like, oh man. I wish little, I didn't know how to do this. Concrete too, with a little, little, <laughs> little gravel and arm. Nothing. Yep, better. yep. God, <laughs> always pleasant. <laughs> little annoyances that go along with all that shit. <laughs> so, so are you going with the beach or the mountains? I'm going to go with both. I know it's very cliche, but I want a, my own beach surrounded by a mountain with <laughs> one pathway in. I'll have like a little dock or something. So if someone has boats, they can get in that way. But like the Battle of Thermopylae. Yeah, something along that line. So I only hot gates. (laughs) I want one pathway you so you can drive in from the land side or Mm -hmm. you can bring a boat in. But by foot, I want it to be too treacherous, pretty much. Like there could be little walkways, but I don't really want people to come through. That's I think when you have a beach that's surrounded by like uh, the low foothills of a mountain, that's perfect. Even though I'm a woods You're cheating guy. the goddamn question. <laughs> well, I've been asked this question before and I had to think about it. And it's funny because I love woods. But if I have to choose between beach and mountain, I want both. Because just sitting on a beach by itself isn't quite enough for me. That is the most overrated thing in American culture is the fucking beach. <laughs> well, I'm calling bullshit. All I, right. Fight I, me. I'd, <laughs> I'd take the beach any day. I mean, really? I, I love mountains are great and all. I mean, you put me in nature. I'm kind of like, like both of you, like nature anywhere. I, mm. Oh, I'll take it. Here's a spot. Uh, like rather Lake than sitting in my own, uh, sitting uh, on my couch or in inside my home or outside my home, I I just you know nature like mountains, it, meadows, whatever. I'll t- ocean, lake, swamp. I'll even take <laughs> like, <laughs> you know. There's something about being in nature that you know just there. There's there's so many benefits to that. The natural um, anti. But you were saying Tahoe. Or something like I'm thinking Tahoe. Think of a mountain that has a lake in it. That would be almost even better. You know, you're up nine thousand feet or whatever. That water is uh, gonna be fucking cold. Yeah, but <laughs> you know, it's gonna probably be crystal clear because it's gonna be fed by all the snow. You could probably nice drink it, but yeah, go not fish. Get in it. Yeah, eh. I'm thinking about like Lake Louise and British Columbia. Like yeah. The, yeah jasper, jasper some of those places something like that yeah um but i'll i'll take a i'll take a beach I, there's something about the ocean i i don't know what it is any day of the week uh yeah fantastic so, it's more the sound of the ocean it's not like 
and the whole thing i could i could sit there all day i like i like the ocean fine. at night the ocean's beach ocean at night is nice during the day i don't know kind of nasty okay so we got and i'm, I'm guy, also assuming guy, and then i'm right in the middle see w- w- this was a good question we're split evenly <laughs> and i'm uh, you know it's certainly like all touristy beaches when there's a shit ton of people that's annoying that's what that's why i think of beaches when i think of beaches oh. it's like populated have you never been on a beach all by yourself yeah, when I was in South Carolina, the, okay. I, we went at night and there was nobody else out there. And oh, like yeah. I, that's why I said, like at night, it's beautiful and you can just hear the waves crashing in and you can see the moon reflecting off the waves. Like that's that's beautiful. Oh, you should hit a, a like a personless beach during the day. It's fun. Been on quite a few now. I don't know. I I don't like sand. It's all grainy. <laughs> you know, well there's different of kinds of sand oh yeah there's a fine white sand but sand. i yeah. haven't been on that and i also you know it's terrible during the summer when you're barefoot walking on sand that's burning in <laughs> the fucking bottom of your foot fuck <laughs> my dick that fucking blows <laughs> yeah i mean hot sand is like hot pavement it sucks but but yeah, yeah beach and uh, you know even a touristy beach but i just uh, the less people the better to be sure and i've had the benefit of being on a beach with next to nobody on it so yeah um but whether it's hot or cold like uh, swimming it's it's not so much the swimming it's just the whole uh, there's something about the water that is more speaks to me more than being in the mountains not that mountains don't say anything to me screams all the time yeah no no like i I I like the running water like that in the mountains way Mm. more personally Mm. i'd rather be in the mountains because well first of all Mm. i can fucking camp there camping (laughs) on a beach just sounds like trash hey why you picking on all those people in california living on the beach yeah fuck them people they ain't right fuck those people (laughs) (laughs) you're ruining uh, Jimmy's beaches. <laughs> <laughs> I could give a fuck less about a beach, honestly. I've, I, th- I think it's, I still think it's one of the most overrated things. Hey, let's go to the beach and just sit in the fucking sun and get <laughs> absolutely torched. <laughs> Sounds terrible. Let's. Go- I'd rather go into the mountains and get fucking lost. Well, not literally, but. Just be out there in the calm nature and hear the gentle stream going by. I don't know. That that to me is bliss. Oh, I am yeah, I, don't get me wrong, I you know, if, if mountains were side, fucker. If, if mountains <laughs> if I was dropped in, in a you know, the Rockies or wherever, it doesn't matter, I I wouldn't be that disappointed. <laughs> but ha- given a choice, I would pick anywhere well you're wrong but that's okay it's your right to be wrong (laughs) okay nice so we'll duke it out that will be behind the but you got to go to (laughs) patreon.com yeah yeah. (laughs) and then uh yeah we'll have to have somebody come in like i don't know 
some of the ground shark or maybe the the rolling rock boys ref the rolling rock uh, yeah there you go they would make good roughs <laughs> it'd Wait, probably be the lamest seen? lamest fight <laughs> Just don't hit me in the face. <laughs> See what I, that's exactly what I'm talking about. It would be the lamest fight ever. <laughs> It'd be like, and they're just dancing around. And oh uh, no, no, that was one of the reasons why I stopped Muay Thai too, because I was talking to Nick. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I did it for like a week, and he said he fucking got kicked in the face, he got knocked out. I'm like, nope. after a week, you know. Yeah, I'm good, bud. <laughs> like, you know what I'm picturing? Billions. The boxing yeah. match from Billions. Have you seen that yet, CJ? No, I haven't been watching. Just That's YouTube totally it. what I had in my head. Just YouTube the boxing match. Because I think match. it's season It's season four. Is it season four? Yeah, it's, it's worth uh, the, the jumping ahead bill. in YouTube. Yeah. yeah. It's Dollar Bill and... Uh, uh, Murphy? And, uh, Isn't it Murphy? Murphy. Murphy, yeah. Yeah. It is like the worst boxing match ever. That's awesome. <laughs> it's it's worth the watch. And the commentators, the commentators are even better. <laughs> well, the commentators always make it better or worse. It's like Rich Eisen and like some ESPN dude. And I've never yeah. seen a guy hit so weakly before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or something along that line. Yeah, it's it's oh. like, and they're just dancing around. Are either of them gonna land a punch? <laughs> Are they holding but each of each them have up. trainers? <laughs> like each of them have like top people trainers. you'd know as is trainers. It's it's yeah, it's worth it. All yeah. But right. that was that was pretty good. All right. What is your number one go to chip? Oh, that's the rough one. <laughs> as in potato chip? Chip. Not chocolate chip. <laughs> What's yeah, your go-to chocolate chip? chip? <laughs> uh, <laughs> fucking smartass. <laughs> if I could, like, no matter what, I'd probably be nacho cheese Doritos. Ooh, the OG. Yeah. And then, if I was maybe just walking, and price wasn't an issue because I think they priced it all wrong anyway. Well, yeah. When it comes to would be original Pringles. I've always just something about them. I yeah, another OG, just a, just original. But the nacho cheese, that's good. And then really, my second would be um corn chips. Ooh, like Fritos. Yep, Fritos. That's I do my love number a bag two. of Fritos. So every now and again, uh, yeah, it's just get some cheese bag, dip. Like, uh, get some cheese dip with that. Mm. My my next thing it would be uh, ruffles with uh, French onion dip, mm. but it's a specific kind. Like a, there's only one brand of French onion dip that seems to work, and all the rest are to me like just A and E. Uh, Highland, I think oh. Highland Roberts, whatever. So That's okay. It's more sour, creamy than okay. A lot of them are so. The A and E one might be close. So that shit's fire. Yeah. Ruffles. I was gonna yeah, say I gotta go with the sweet chili uh Doritos. Mm. Those are that with queso. Mm. Yeah, you are a sweet chili. Now, now we're all Thank gonna you. be craving potato chips the rest of the day. Yeah. <laughs> no, no shit. 
I remember as a kid though, I would I would eat both Doritos and uh ruffles together. So you take one yep. Dorito and one ruffle. Is it a regular ruffle? together? Yeah. Yeah. Regular uh, I like that cheddar ruffles. Those but uh there's something about the potato and corn chip all together. It's like mm. It'd be it'd be fifty cents a bag for the little bags that are still bigger than the little bags nowadays. You get those mm. out of the, the machine, you buy two, and you can mix and match them up. Corn chips and ruffles. Sometimes get the flavors. Another good one, uh, and it wouldn't be my go-to, but I, I liked. I remember getting them in high school a lot to be different. Was uh, the potato skins? Well, those are good. The like, uh, like TGI the, Fridays. Yeah. They'd have the bacon cheddar and, and cheddar, cheddar, bacon, those cheddar, are tasty. potato skins. Those yeah. are always good. Um, I'd I'd get every once in a while. I remember I got uh, their hot fries, but they're oh, is it Andy Cat hot talking. fries? Yes, it's not the it's not the Cheetos one. It's the ones the, out of the can. No, no, no they had, they were in, they have Andy Cap. Uh, like pub fries mm-hmm. is yeah. from that comic, and then they made those fries. And but the there's hot fries, fries. and those are good. It's like there there's a heat there. It's almost like Dots pretzels. There's a heat there that kind of makes you want to keep eating. Like yes. you want to take another bite. It's just it opens up the palate, and you just want to keep eating them. And you can munch through like five bags, <laughs> and you're just like, oh well. That's I the worst I'm and the best today. part about chips. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. you can just keep eating them. <laughs> you can smash them. And it's like, well, I guess I just carb loaded today. <laughs> oh, I was going to say jalapeno uh, Cheetos are amazing too. Mm-hmm. I don't really like the, uh, was it the hot Cheetos? I like the, the hot. Yeah, yeah. I like the jalapeno. It's just a little bit of spice. And yeah, dip more flavor instead of just straight heat. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's not appetizing. Yeah, <laughs> I'd forgotten all about those. Oh yeah, handicap hot fries. Now I want a bag of those. <laughs> <laughs> I think we got to go to the store, guys. <laughs> We're going down this aisle. We never go down this aisle. Yeah. Well, today we are. We are. Yeah. We're going to try stuff from my childhood. <laughs> Is it real? Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Is that well, it? Yeah, well, we've been at this for almost two hours. Oh, we shit. don't want to end it with what grind your gears. No, I think we've gone long enough today. Fuck! <laughs> you know what grind grinds my gears? <laughs> that we haven't put this in yet. <laughs> Well, man. So, well, let's do this. So teaser for the, yeah, because, uh, yeah, just because of where things are at and what I got going on. Let's, but let's p- drop a teaser. Guaranteed. Next podcast. Yes, we'll have grind your gears. Yes. It'll finally. Be, yeah. <laughs> okay. Finally. CJ's new news stint. Yep. Snoop. <laughs> 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 All righty, gentlemen. We're going to call it, ladies, gentlemen, and everyone else listening. Hope you enjoyed today's cast. Patreon.com slash Barbarian Banter. <laughs> For all the good stuff. There we go. Someday here soon. Jesus Christ. We're guys. coming soon. Yeah. <laughs> Barbarian Banter.
Thanks for listening to this episode of the Barbarian Rhetoric Podcast. I hope it's giving you something to think about in your own quest to develop a barbarian mindset. Because it's with this mindset that you'll find the skills, strength, attitude, will, and endurance to see things through and live within the civilization and still be a barbarian. We appreciate your feedback. We especially appreciate those who have been supporting the podcast. That's the Barbarian Rhetoric Podcast on our website, on Anchor FM, and on Spotify. You can find the show notes on the blog or anchor.fm slash barbarian rhetoric. If the podcast has been helpful to you, please let us know. You can do this by checking into the Apple Podcast app, give us five stars, and leaving us a short review. This will help us get our message out in front of many more people. You can also talk to us on social media and let us know what you are thinking about or how this has helped you. On Twitter, I am at Steel Jans. That's S-T-E-E-L-J-A-N-Z. And I'm also on Instagram at Barbarian Rhetoric. There's also a couple other things you need to check out. One is the Barbarian Rhetoric blog. And of course, our newsletter. There's a pop-up which you'll see as soon as you land on the blog. Thanks for listening. And always remember to be a barbarian in a civilized world. An apex predator.